Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Everyday Theology Podcast, where we as ordinary pastors connect theological truths to ordinary everyday believers like yourself. My name's Ben Campbell, and I'm joined by Matt H and Matt M, H&M, the CEOs of H&M. What's up, guys? How are we doing? <laughs> How's it going, Ben? It's good. It's good. It's it's a it's a little warm over here in Arkansas. Um, two days ago it was in the forties. Yesterday it was in the seventies. Um, nothing better. Hallelujah. Amen. How's Georgia? Georgia's good, man. Uh, it's finally getting warmer. You know, I tell my folks all the time. I moved further south to get warm weather. I didn't sign up for cold weather in the south. Uh, but things are good. Can't complain. I'm looking forward to our episode today. Absolutely. We're going to be talking um, mainly about the Christian's use of digital media and how um, Christians have a witness, not only not only in the way they live and the way they act and the way they work and all those sorts of things, but in a certain way in which um, we might understand that Christians have a witness even on things like Facebook and all the other uh, the all the other social media platforms. Um, that's a big deal. So um, let's let's just talk about this out of the gate. We know what media is ultimately. Um, we know what digital media is, things like social media, um, YouTube, those sorts of things, um, and probably things that I'm totally out of touch with um, because I don't do a lot of digital media stuff. But let's let's ask the question then, guys, not what is social media, but but why is there an importance on focusing um, on the Christian's use of social media? You know, um, Ben, if I could just kind of chime in first, um, I think uh, one thing about social media that I have uh, two things, really. One, the first thing is that it will definitely steal a lot of your time. Um, we know time is of the essence and, uh, you know, we are to be redeeming the time as, as, uh, the scriptures tell us. Uh, but many times we, we kind of are distracted by social media and we can get sucked into that. Whereas we know we should be doing something more constructive, but we're just kind of scrolling through the, you know, the feed. And, um, the second thing that kind of goes along with that is that, um, you know, I've had some of my family have to get off of things like fake book. I mean, I'm, excuse me, Facebook. Um, and you know how, it, you know, everybody's not going to tell about usually the bad things in their life. So uh, that was a, a way that I was bringing my next subject <laughs> up. Um, you know, uh, because you can get really depressed looking at everybody's life. They think, you know, everything's going well. Um, you can see that um, uh, it's just, it's one of those things where you, are looking at someone's life through a, a certain lens and it, and uh, nothing seems to be going bad for them where, you know, that's not true, but it still can lead you down a road to being depressed because they have things that you feel like, you know, at this point in my life, I should already have had, or um, they're looking at a, you know, a perfect style, you know, kind of life in a picture frame uh, where we, like, like I said, we know that's not true in a fallen world. We all have problems. Um, so those are the two things that come to mind when we talk about social media to me is the time stealer, stealer that it is, um, and also the 
uh, depressing aspect where you kind of can get discouraged and maybe a little bit um, uh, idolatrous in that, looking at someone else's life and thinking, uh, boy, oh boy, I wish I had that. You know, kind of covetousness kind of comes out uh, in that. Yeah, that's good. I, I think the time stealer aspect is, is really important. The guys over at Rambling Ever On, uh, which is several of our Frill Baptist brethren, actually had a, a guest post um, by Amy Lytle, who is one of the guy's wives. And she had a post recently about teenagers and social media. It was really good. I, I'd encourage you to go read it. It, it, it was a good read and really helpful. Um, and one of the things that she brings up in that is the the effect of social media and the brain and the fact that a big reason why it's such a time stealer is because, of, I mean, there are dopamine releases that go on as you are scrolling. And, and that's why, like, I don't know if you guys are like myself, but I, there are times where I will pick up my phone and without thinking, I'll immediately just go to one of, you know, one of these social media applications on my phone. And yeah. it's, it's because I, I think, I think the body is just looking for that. Like, Oh, I, it's, it's, it's almost a drug addict. It, you know, I, I need that fix. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's dangerous. So I, I, I certainly would agree with you, Matt, that the, uh, the dopamine or not the, the time is is a very dangerous aspect of it and i think there are also aspects we'll, we'll get into this i'm sure in a little bit but just in regards to our our christian witness on social media because things can get a little uh get, can get a little ugly and that sort of thing isn't it funny um how i'm sure when all of this was created there's no way that anybody ever would have thought boy let's 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 release those hormones in people's brains so much that they're just going to become addicted to this and that's all we're going to do um it, look you know that's not what they're doing but but for whatever reason like that's what happens um i i, I especially thought of um honeycut when you said that you called it fake book yeah, that's Man. that's the uh my, the term my wife coined by the way. That's hilarious. We're gonna have to give her credit for that. And and Matt Mauser, we'll um we'll put a link to that article in the show notes. That way, people can go read that because I think that's I think that's really helpful. And we're all about promoting other other people on here. Um, but mm -hmm. but I think it's interesting how for whatever reason you can get a really false view of reality through social media. Can't you? Mm -hmm. um, like you, you think about like people don't take pic, which some people have started doing this, but, but most of the time people don't take pictures of their family and their situation when life is terrible. Like people aren't mm -hmm. over, which now like a lot of people are like, allowed like recording their journeys of like things like cancer and things like that. But you know what, when this came out, even two, three years ago, people weren't over here like snapping selfies by the hospital bed of the loved one that's dying of cancer, you know? Um, and, 
And, you know, maybe we can talk about this, but that's not exactly the most appropriate thing to do during yeah. that during that season. Um, but more than anything, like, you know, there there are times when when I may have just a bad day and I want something and more than anything else, I look on Facebook only to find someone else who seems to have it all together and have the perfect life and so many good pictures and life is just grand. What that does within us is all it does is create this false view of reality that, that their life is better than ours. And it's, it's, it's less cumbersome. And that's just not how life is. Life is hard on everybody. Well, and, yeah. and we have the tendency to take another person's highlight reel and put it up side by side with the the nitty gritty everything of our own lives, and it sets a, a dangerous precedent, and and it's not helpful. Um, and I, I encourage people to regularly. In fact, I, we we will on this this coming Sunday, so a couple of days from now, our church will begin a uh, a fourteen day fast leading up to Easter. And one, one of the biggest things that I encourage people to do with a fast is go ahead and get rid of all of your social media on, on your phone. Uh, I know that some people have got, you know, whether it's a business or something like that, they they need to engage in those sorts of things. But uh, do away with it as much as you can, and you'll be amazed how how much better your, your outlook on life is mm-hmm. and uh and just reality in general comes more into focus. Uh, one more note, just on the the highlight reel, so to say. I, um, my wife has got a, a a dear friend who is a social media influencer. That that is her her day job. And my wife and I often have just talked about how exhausting that must be to feel the need to document everything through picture and video that's going on in your life. And and I I think that's one other way is when it comes to social media, we live in this alternative reality where we're constantly trying to document everything that's going on. Uh, You know, I've found myself doing this, you know, we've got a a little one that's starting to walk and anytime he's starting to Mm -hmm. take some steps, I'm, I'm grabbing for my phone rather than being in the moment. And you know, we see this taking place in bigger reality. I saw a side-by-side picture of uh, recently when LeBron James uh, scored, you know, surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and everyone in the crowd had their phone out taking video. And then there, there's a side-by-side picture of of one of Michael Jordan's milestone moments, and everyone in the crowd sitting just observing, taking it in. And I think there's a lot of value for us in taking in the moment rather than always uh, feeling the need to to capture it um, and being 100% present, which is a whole other topic that, that we could cover uh, for our listeners at, at a later point, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and it, like I, I automatically went to that moment with LeBron James and that shot because there's a picture like from behind him from the opposite side of the court and everybody has their phone out except like one dude. And, uh, and there's a lot of things like that too. Um, I've, I've seen the same thing with like Tiger Woods at Augusta 
and stuff like that. I mean, it's just like yeah. it's it, it's always it's always I, that's a that's so important, man. Just like being in the moment, and it, because if we're not careful, those our devices. And this is I, I'm not trying to be cutesy, but our devices really become a vice. Like they really become vices in our lives that the devil can use for, um, for harm. Um, because mm-hmm. again, like those things, like those, those harms are at your fingertips. Um, so, so let's just, let's just go into this. Um, m- maybe a good way to discuss this is to just say like, you know, here's some of, here's some of the evils we've kind of done that, you know, it's, it's a, um, often it's not a picture of how the way things really are. Often it's a, it's a time consumer that will, um, that will just absolutely suck the life out of your everyday routines. Um, it, it doesn't give you, uh, the, the true reality. Um, but, but are, are there some good things? Yes. With social media. Yeah, I think absolutely. You know, uh, not only can you stay up, uh, and I'm thinking specifically like platforms like Twitter, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can stay up to date if you want to follow news outlets, you know, and stay up to current, stay up to date about the, about the culture. Um, I usually, uh, I started off using Twitter for, um, illustrations for sermons, um, you know, and, uh, just to show this because people are so they are, they, everybody seems to know what you're talking about when you talk about social media. Yeah, uh, those kinds of things. But um, and I think those things can be positive. Everything that I think that we create is is, first of all, intentionally created to serve some kind of greater good. But you know how it is, the our wicked hearts and the devil is going to try to skew that to where it's going to become something unhealthy right. and addictive. Uh, I think as Matt had said, um, you know, the dopamine starts running and then uh, that's where it goes downhill. Um, but absolutely, I think that there's some good in that, uh, you know, not staying up with just current events, but the connectedness that we have now today is, is far surpassing days as our parents and even our, you know, uh, even our grandparents. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, used to communicate by what letter and it would take days to get there. Um, and then that you got the telephone, the invention of the telephone is, as, uh, what was the AT&T slogan? You know, um, I can't recall right off the top of my head, but it was something about bringing you together or something. And then uh, social media has done even surpassed that, you know, because you can you can uh, log in and see uh, people, uh, you know, that have just posted something on their storybook and what's been going on in their day. Uh, things that you probably would not have found out uh, unless you called them and you spoke specifically of those things. Uh, but you're actually seeing these things in pictures. Um and uh, videos and things like that. Um, I think it's good, especially when you have family members that don't live close to one another. And, uh, you know, you like to, um, I think it's what a Facebook was kind of originally intended to do was to try to connect people socially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just gone way overboard on on uh, um, just the, uh, the negative aspects of it. Um, so really anything, you know, uh, just about everything under the sun can be used for, uh, the purpose of, of the devil and, you know, trying to take us away from, from God's will. Right. And doesn't it, doesn't it not take long to realize that we live in a fallen world 
when we get on social media. I mean, good grief. Like, it, mm. it just doesn't take long at all. Um, Mauser, any anything good that can come from social media? Oh, yeah. I I really think the 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 connectivity that Matt was just talking about it is a big thing. I think also as much negative as there is, um, I have not done well at using my presence on social media sites always as for, for good. But I think that we have the ability to, when folks are inundated with, uh, you know, negative debating and, uh, you know, just all sorts of nonsense, we have the ability to share just a brief note of praise, a brief scripture of encouragement. Uh, th there's a whole lot that can be done that can break up the the nonsense and the difficulty and the whatever else. And and we have that ability. I I, I love the, you know, I, I mean, all of us are able to to stay connected uh, and you know, th th there's just a whole lot that, that can come, but, but with anything that is good, there's also going to be negative aspects of as well. And I, I think Matt, you, you circled that I any sort of overuse of just about anything short of uh, time spent in prayer and, and time reading God's word beyond that can be a negative thing if it's uh, overindulged in, I yeah, would say. Right. And, and, and I'm thinking too, like, I mean, man, like every single one of our churches have social media accounts, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the day in which we live. We live in an age of digital media. So I think, I think Matt's, Matt, I think one of y'all's points now, Honeycutt's point um, to redeeming the time yes. is, is so important to how we engage on social media. Like, man, there was a point, there was a point in my, in my life about 10 years ago where it didn't matter what I posted, somebody was going to argue about something on that post. And it got to a point where I was like, I'm not, I'm not posting that because I don't have the time for this. You know, it's just, it doesn't make any sense for me to just like, like, you know, go back, have a back and forth on social media with this. And, and maybe this is a negative too. Like sometimes it gives people, um, the opportunity to say some things that they wouldn't say to your face. Um, yeah, and, right. and that's a big, that's a big thing because people can hide behind a, a screen and a keyboard um, and, and say what they want and, um, and, and just sort of do, you know, and then, and then just go about their lives. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, a keyboard warrior is what I like to call him. Oh. Someone that just, Matt's got names for him. I sure do. I sure do. <laughs> so, so let me ask this question for us then. How do we guide our social media consumption as well as our social media creation, engagement, all of those sorts of basically your input and your output? How how do we guide those things as disciples of Jesus Christ? Yeah, that's that's super helpful and good that's a good approach to um to figuring out like what what the 
answer is because the answer I don't think and we need to probably eventually have conversations about culture but I don't think the answer is to like withdraw from it and I don't think the answer is to downplay social media in this way like in the world right um because it's it's easy for us to to just be like oh well this is bad so that's evil it's not I mean we we've already discussed this right like things are created for good but but we live in a fallen world that often makes things evil. Um, I'll just be honest with you. My mind automatically went to Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's any wor- anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And I think that is a good kind of, perspective and um kind of foundational way of looking and um acting in social media um that that you ultimately i mean acts acts 1 8 you we are witnesses of jesus christ and so when when christians are on social media we have to understand that we're not just representing ourselves i mean all of us are pastors we're not just representing ourselves, we're representing our churches. And we're, rep- you know, if we're an employee somewhere, like, like you're, you are an employee of that place. I Like, y'all know that actually, when you apply for a job now, like you are, you have to list your social media accounts in a lot of places. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always ready. Like I want I want to make sure that what I am doing is being true and lovely and pure and honorable and uh, being being faithful, even in use of social media. Yeah, I want to just piggyback off that. Uh, ben, you were kind of going down a road that I was starting to kind of think about in my mind when it concerns uh, social media and our witness. Um, you know, I think uh, the responsible use of social media is to keep any of our involvement in it Christocentric and gospel-centered. Uh, and what I mean by that is that uh, this goes back to when I initially was going to get on Facebook. I don't like Facebook. Um, I'll be transparent about that. I never have. Um, that's just not something I, I wanted to get into. But I started my own page uh, in hopes that I could post Bible verses and I can post, uh, things that would be helpful to people kind of like what we do with everyday theology. You know, we want to post things that are going to be gospel centered, Christocentric, help people to, uh, you know, see a side of Christianity that is more grounded in the word than it is, you know, about, uh, um, per se the church growth movement or anything like that. Um, more conservative, uh, traditional confessional. And, uh, I think if we stay, in that grounded in, in those things that we can use media for the greater good. We can reach people with the gospel and be a gospel witness. Uh, that would be, and we can reach more people than we could just, you know, walking down the street and talking to people about it, which is still important. We should still have those personal relationships because I think that statistics show that a personal relationship with someone is going to go a long way when it comes to sharing the gospel and them actually receiving that, um, you know, not only faithfully, but willingly. Uh, and so I think uh, what you ha- what you said about that is definitely spot on about, you know, the witness that we are representing as we, um, 
as we, uh, as Paul would say, I believe it's in Ephesians 5, uh, talking about how we should look at our employers, you know, those that employ us for service, is that we're not working for them, but we're working as unto the Lord. And right. we're doing uh, because we do it for the Lord, not necessarily for them and their well-being, which that is also going to be, you know, um, a, I guess you, you call that um, a benefit. Uh, yeah. But we're also witnesses for Christ and no matter what we do. And uh, that goes back to the toxicity now that you find on Twitter and other social media where these keyboard warriors are just letting it all hang out, as you as they, we say. And uh, letting letting just their feelings and everything they're feeling, whether it's a positive or a negative feeling, uh, kind of um, put forth their opinion. And it's almost like they're just uh, um, just throwing it all up, you know, and if we're out there for everybody to see and it makes them feel better. And I think that's one of the point people use uh, social media is to vent and vent their frustrations. Yeah. And uh, not that they're intending to convince anybody because they really know they're not going to. But they just kind of want a, a way to an outlet to vent to vent their anger and their frustrations, um, especially in regards to political, um, in regards to um, evil and suffering, uh, in regards to, you know, the Bible's influence on society and uh, what they would call religion mm-hmm. and how negative it is for society. And you can get on social media and interact with some very toxic uh, personalities. And, uh, these are people that if you met on the street, they probably would never have said such a thing, but behind the keyboard they're they just are bold and they're brash and they're not considering the fact that who they are representing is not just themselves, but they're, if they call themselves Christian, uh, they're representing not only, you know, their family, their church, but they're representing ultimately the Lord. Um, so I think that's, um, how we should use it. Uh, going back to to what I was beginning to say, how we should use social media is that we should use it in a um, in a way that's going to be beneficial. Uh, thinking more along the lines is that how is this going to further uh, further the gospel uh, message? How is this going to further glorify God? Um, and again, there's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, you know with interacting with social media posts that. Uh, you know, you see the memes and all those kinds of things, um, you know, in moderation, those things can be humorous. You know, we're God's created us to be, you know, we are personal beings and we do laugh and we do think things are funny that are within taste and within reason. But I think the we don't want to spend and get addicted to that all the time. We want to use social media to, you know, be a be a benefit for the for the kingdom of heaven, kingdom mm-hmm. of God. Um, I think that's our priority. Number one. I think that's right. And, uh, you know, what one thing that I when I think about the Christians ability to have an effect on others, the the first attribute that comes to mind is holiness. Uh, there's a book that's not necessarily on the form of media that we're talking about, but um, there's a book that Brett McCracken wrote that's called Gray Matters. And uh in the section on having to do with movies, he has a line about holiness that I think is helpful for us and probably a good a place to, to land on. He says, the point of holiness is positive, to live in the world reflecting Christ and his holiness in the way that we live our lives. And when we think about that, we have the ability to reflect the holiness of Christ uh, to others through our social media engagement. And for that matter, 
not only what we are put, uh, putting out, but also what we are taking in because yeah. by and large, other people can tell what you are taking in. And if there are things you're taking in that are not holy, uh, that's a problem. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good note to conclude on. Like this is not just this is not just you and Facebook or you and Twitter or whatever, like you and TikTok or Instagram or anything like that. This is this is ultimately comes down to a matter of holiness. Um, because we teach our kids, right, that what you take in is eventually what comes out out of the abundance of the heart that your mouth speaks, Jesus says. Um, and God doesn't see the outward appearance he sees the heart and he knows our intentions and he knows when we post these things for personal gain rather than the good of others um and so that that encourages us then um not us as you know three guys talking about social media but but just us as believers as ordinary people to consider how we interact and how much time we spend on social media. I mean, it's it encourages us to take a step back and to consider and evaluate ourselves. Um, and so, uh, listeners, I hope that this has been good for you. I hope that there's been a good discussion um, that's been fruitful to you, that you can take and um, sort of rally yourselves and your family and your friends to um to better use your time um while on social media we're not telling you to get off of it we're telling you to redeem your time we're telling you to use it for the glory of god rather than the upbuilding of self because christ has called us to die to ourselves so uh listeners um if there is uh if there's elements in your life and there's areas in this part of your life that you need to uh, repent of we encourage you to do that but most importantly we encourage you to be um a, a witness of the risen christ in every area of your life even on social media and we pray that as we have discussed this that we um that you can take these truths and use them for your good and for god's glory